What's going on, guys? Hey, it is Anthony and Dustin here at the Culture Jack podcast, where we like to cover a broad spectrum of entertainment. Uh, we, we, at times, cover current events, movies, and so much more. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for doing that. And today, we are going to be discussing, uh, you know, some of the delays. We're going to talk a little bit about the up-and-coming uh, Xbox One, Scarlet, PlayStation, and a couple of the tech things. So, let's get ready to uh, dive into today's podcast. All right, guys. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in, those that are listening to the Culture Jack podcast. As you may or may not know, Dustin and I are... Uh, showing you via podcast uh, how to social distance appropriately. And uh, for us, that means we're each doing our own episodes. So um, again, make sure to tune in. We're dropping two episodes at minimum a week right now. And uh, it's it's been a real treat to be able to do so. And hopefully we'll kind of keep this momentum going, bringing you entertainment through these uh, COVID-19 uh, hunker down days and uh, maybe making you laugh, maybe uh, making you think and much more. So we do appreciate you guys that are listening and supporting us here again. Make sure and uh, check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Let me get all of that out of the way up front. I was actually going to uh, change it up a little bit as I've just started uh, the podcast. Maybe I will... Uh, I don't know, you know, talk about Spider-Man, huh? You like that? It's the audible applause from my uh, Roadcaster podcast mixer. I just wanted to push the button. Um, No, I will not be talking about Spider-Man. Aside from, uh, I'll just fire this episode off with, um, you know, diving into Dustin's question to kind of kick it off right or semi right I guess to whatever degree so Dustin had a really good podcast guys on uh, Spider-Man what's happened what's what's been going on with them and then talked about some of the future stuff so if you guys have not checked that episode out go ahead and uh, check that out Um, it's you know the Friday release. So again, make sure to check that out. Cause he had a question on there on, you know, the reboot of Spider-Man or a change from the Spider-Man. And then, and then, uh, you know, what was my favorite Spider-Man? So um, I'm on board with uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. I think Tom has done an incredible job making the character, bro, the, the character likable, um, making uh, the, the Spider-Man, the Peter Parker portion of of it, an actual character. You know, we did get the early uh, first generation and second generation Spider-Man's. First generation, I feel like the first video, because of what it was, I thought it was done really well. Um, the second, the second one was was done equally well. By the third, it sucked. I don't know what the hell Dustin was talking about, as far as that being a favorite of mine of to, to any degree. And then, of course, they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, I thought they did okay with. I, you know, I, I thought he did a pretty good job. I didn't like the uh, setup. I didn't like the bad guys or anything else. And then, of course, Tom Holland, Dustin covered all of that, um, did an incredible job. So my thought of what do they do when Tom Holland's uh, version of Spider-Man is laid to rest? 
So a thought of mine that came to mind, and I don't think Dustin mentioned it. I don't recall him mentioning it. And that was the uh, multiverse video, the animation. And what I thought would be kind of a cool idea would be to do, you know, that middle age kind of slouchy uh, Spider-Man that they portrayed in the multiverse by uh, Sony. Sony did an incredible job with uh, the characters, the animation and all of that. But they had one of the portrayals as being like the middle aged uh, out of sort kind of character. And, and I think that that could be a fun spin. Maybe they even do that at some point with Tom Holland. Now, uh, with trying to answer who could be Spider-Man in 10 years, it's difficult um, if I were to go the other direction and say, uh, you know, I I would think that this guy would be a good young version of Spider-Man because that person 10 years from now, more than likely right now, they're like 10 years old putting him at 20 or, or 18 to 20 area. So I don't know anybody on the young version, but I think the version I'm talking about, the middle-aged guy, you know, um, at, at first at first thought, and it won't happen because he's already been in a Spider-Man movie, it would be, it'd be kind of cool to see Jake Gyllenhaal, kind of scruffy bearded, um, kind of a goofy, goofy character. Um, you know, one one that could probably do a decent job in, in the world that I'm viewing you know i still think 10 years i i would say without the 10-year clause would be a lot easier for me because then then we could throw in you know all kinds of guys like uh throw in charlie day uh would be a funny one um you know maybe maybe not charlie uh uh, just because he's not super you know maybe not superhero enough but it would be I still think it would be funny to see him. Um, Let's see. There's a character that I was looking for. Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny, which is Mac from It's Always Sunny in in Philadelphia. I think he could play a really funny, kind of goofy, slouchy Spider-Man. And I I think that that would be kind of a cool story to kind of tell a different version. And maybe he see, you know, he, he meets the Marcus Morales or, or one of the other multiverses. And then they tell that in, in real life or, or what have you, maybe the first one is, is him trying to figure out what he, what he is doing because of the, the downturn in the Spider-Man universe. So the, you know, I don't, I don't, this episode isn't on Spider-Man, but I thought that I would like to respond as appropriate as I could to, Dustin's uh, question there. So that's my answer. I say go middle-aged. Let's go with like a, uh, you know, Rob or Mac from uh, It's Always Sunny. Um, I think it would be funny. Um, Obviously, you could go, if you went that avenue in 10 years or even five years from now, there's going to be a lot of really cool up-and-coming actors because I think um, had like uh, what I envision in that is almost like Dane Cook 10 years ago, not current, but 10 years ago when he was with like Good Luck Chuck and all of that stuff, he would have been an excellent middle-aged or, or not. I say middle-aged. I don't mean middle-aged. I, I'd say like a 40s kind of schmuck Spider-Man. I think that would be a fun kind of creative, you know, trying to find his way. He's eating pizza all the time, maybe drinking some beer. Um the crime thing isn't quite up his alley anymore. A fun alternative. So that's the answer to Dustin's uh, question to me. I'll have a question for him as I as I think of it uh, some point here in the near future. Uh, so let's dive into, you know, what, what I was uh, talking about. So 
before I talk about consoles in that controversy, one one thing I did I did read, which kind of sucks, is hold on here. I'm trying to get my mouse moving. Um, GameStop has recently announced um, a bunch of closures of stores. I believe uh, it was 300. I'm, let me Google this real quick here. Waiting for the Googler. So, oh yeah. So, uh, game over for GameStop. Struggling retailer to close 320 locations. Um, which sucks because I appreciate GameStop probably not as much as I should. Um, but I know a lot of people do. They go in there, you get you get to talk with like kind of the gurus in the sector. But um, here's just some quick blurbs on GameStop as a whole. You know, they've been down. Let me see. This is coming from a look at um, thinking Yahoo Entertainment. So the video game retailer GameStop, which prompted an outcry for trying to declare itself as an essential business in the midst of the coronavirus shuts down before closing all of its stores nationwide and is now struggling for survival. Since going public in 92, GameStop has fought to remain the leading provider of hardware software for gamers. But as its audience increasingly adopts mobile and free gaming, the company's bottom line has been on a downward slope. Um, so, the, you know, they reported $6.5 billion in annual revenues in 2019, down 24% from the previous year. Uh, you know, net losses 35% of last year. The company still remained $470 million in the red uh, for the year. GameStop already had a tough one. Um, I'm trying to read through the retail. It's permanently shutting down 329 locations. Uh, let's see. So they, they've got a ways to go. I believe they had 5,000. This is a shitty article. I did. I should have did my homework before. And so I apologize for that. But uh, GameStop is closed. Yeah, I just read it the other day, too. And I was kind of bummed to read it again. I like going to GameStop. I mean, like you can look at stuff. You can talk to the people. They know what they're talking about. Just gaming exclusive that you don't get at your Target or your Fred Myers or, or your normal store. Because most of those guys... Uh, maybe our gamers. I don't know. That wasn't a dramatic pause. I needed something to drink. Um, but it kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. I kind of like having it. Um, for for all of you gamers, in, at least in the Alaska area or ca- Canada, you may recall a company called Microplay. You know, as a kid, I was fortunate enough to be able to order a game from there and get it shipped to my house and. That was way before the internet and all of that stuff. And I really did. You know, back then I would look at a newspaper article. Well, I shouldn't say newspaper article. It was like a uh, newspaper section that they put pictures of video game boxes on it. And that shit was super exciting. Obviously, it evolved. They went out of business. Uh, GameStop's been in business a long time. But it's still kind of a nice thing to be able to do. They're the... uh, the pros when it comes to gaming that you can just go to and talk to and maybe buy some new games, used games, buy a used controller. I hope they can uh, pull together and uh, stay, you know, stay active and keep going in this uh, in this world. Obviously, COVID nineteen has a uh, some hardship on them, but that uh, that kind of I don't know. To me, that kind of sucks. So, in line with uh, some of the impacts of COVID nineteen. You know, and again, I, I don't know what my freaking draw is to talk about that. Maybe it's, it's just a current events thing. Um, so GameStop's, 
looking at closing additional stores in 2020 and and a lot of other businesses are so i'm not going to glaze over that or or really even go into that detail in this podcast um so that that's some of the impacts you know some uh dustin actually touched and did a good job touching on some of the spider-man movies and a couple of other movies that are going to be, be delayed some of the video games are going to be delayed um, as well for production purposes. And then one of the things I did want to talk about or highlight in today's episode is I've read several articles on, you know, the delays of the new PlayStation and then the delays of the new Xbox. And I thought, let's, uh, why not talk a little bit about, I couldn't find too much on the, for whatever reason, the new PlayStation, but I do have some specs here I want to talk about on the Xbox Series X. I believe the Xbox Series X is slated for uh, fall of this year, and I think the PlayStation was falling uh, closer closer to it as well. Um, I've followed the Xbox a lot closer than the PlayStation just because uh, Xbox is kind of my console of choice i have owned every playstation since uh their the inception i mean ever since playstation started i've owned every console i've had several games with them um, but the last couple consoles with xbox for whatever reason i've gravitated more heavily toward xbox and uh, that's where my heart is right now as far as console gaming so let me uh, let me dive into this. So if you guys don't know, it's the new Xbox Series X. It's the fastest, most powerful, is what it says actually on the Xbox website. That's kind of a weak, weak thing. What can you expect from the next generation of gaming? A letter from Phil Spencer, head of Xbox. You know, they did a really cool uh, video during the Super Bowl, and... It was it was cool, and I'm not going to go over the whole the whole letter. Anyways, this thing looks like a square box. That's pretty much or a rectangle box, I should say, with some vents on the top, a little uh, CD-ROM drive in the front, and the little Xbox symbol sticking up. It looks very modern tech for 2020. You know, in 10 years, this shit's going to be way outdated, and they're going to do who who knows what. Um, as we're in a new generation of console gaming with Xbox Series X, hardware, software, innovations enable the amazing possibilities of the future. You know, and then it does it or it does this like weird piece by piece thing, so you can look at it all designed for speed and performance. Um, it does go. They do have they do have a couple of th- odd things. So they have a custom one terabyte SSD and CPU and deep software integration. So they do have an internal SSD that is uh, Xbox alone. It's kind of strange. Gamers will experience more time playing and less time waiting as loading times will be greatly decreased thanks to the processing power of Xbox One X. New feature powered by the technical capabilities and innovation, Xbox Velocity Architect, Xbox Series One, um, Resume enables players to seamlessly switch between multiple titles. You can watch that, actually. There's demonstrations of that to where it's like you can go from game to game almost seamless, almost seamlessly. Um, Again, it's the most powerful console, of course. I mean, you, you wouldn't expect from either the Xbox uh, Series X or the new PlayStation to uh, deliberately come out with a slower console. Uh, at least I wouldn't hope at this at, at this time. In fact, I would I would guess that both X, the Xbox team and the PlayStation team um, have it up in some boards and some some boardroom where they've had several meetings over. What do you think they're going to do? How do we want to approach it? Um, the new Xbox One X has twelve 
teraflops of power, true 4K gaming, and 8K ready up to 120 frames per second in one terabyte custom SSD. Now, that one terabyte custom SSD isn't necessarily a good thing because internally you can't swap it. You can add additional, though, via USB. It's just kind of a weird thing that they did that. Um, three airflow channels evenly distribute the temperatures generated by the advanced internal components, keeping the console cool and quiet. So essentially, I'm looking at this picture, and it looks like a, almost like a, a Dyson fan. It sucks air in in the bottom and blows it out the top. So that's that's what it is. Um, you know, it's got a split mother bird. There's a lot of cool shit, though. I did watch, like I said, I, I watched some really cool videos available on YouTube, um, you know, where, where they go into detail about some of this stuff. It's got the vapor chamber, uh, whisper quiet fan. So obviously anything with consoles or computers or any of that stuff, the, the, the cooler you can keep them while peak performing, the better performance you're going to get. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward thing. Um, you can see the storage expanse and it's this weird SSD. I don't get it. The Xbox one storage expansion, card provides additional game storage at peak speed now it does say that it has this like super speed and it's partnered with seagate but it's still this like one-off design and it's kind of lame um games play better through the uh, revolutionary new xbox velocity architecture thousands of games on xbox one including xbox 360 original will experience improvements in performance, including improved boot and load times, more stable frame rates, higher resolution, and improved quality on the Xbox One Series X. So here, here's the funny thing about them marketing this, and, and PlayStation will do the same. Again, I, I couldn't find any, like, legit PlayStation specs. I did watch some videos on it recently. And even found a, a comparison page, but I Google it, and then I came up with a bunch of, a bunch of junk. So I'm not going to dive too far into that but here's here's a funny thing though about that so let me read this statement to you again in this the goo and then i'll explain why this is funny so games play play and we could do this just like a games play even better through the revolutionary new xbox velocity architect thousands of games on xbox one including xbox 360 and original Xbox will experience improvements in performance, including improved boot and load times, more stable frame rates, higher resolutions, and improved quality on Xbox Series X. Right? Was that appropriate? Let me do it again. I think so, because here's the deal with this. If you get a new phone and you're and it's got new hardware, the shit that you were doing on your last phone should work faster. If you upgrade your computer, the stuff that you were doing, I mean, that's the whole point. Am I missing something here? I mean, I get it. They're pointing it out. I just think it's funny to me. Games play even better. Well, fuck, I hope so. I mean... I'm, I'm spending all this money on the newest console. I don't want to, I, I, if they would have put games play like shit, we'd have a problem. Or games play the same, we'd have a problem. I really, really hope at this point for anything that you buy, that you've been a a uh, a patron of their product or, or your brand loyal or whatever you may call it, 
two generations, three, four, five generations in, the shit just keeps getting better. It doesn't decline. And then you, you would assume, well, shit, I hope that when I play these games, it's it's better. It's just funny to me. I won't go on much more of a rant. I just I do find that funny in a goofy way. Um, I did watch a video on this. Let me see if it tells you. Okay, so it does tell you because I watched this cool video on it. <clears throat> Meet the new Xbox One or the Xbox wireless controller. Experience modernized design on Xbox wireless controller featuring sculpted surfaces and refined geometry for enhanced comfort during gameplay. Stay on target with textured grip and hybrid D-pad. Capture and share content seamlessly um, while you play and quickly pair and play on with switch between supported consoles, PCs, and mobile device. That's actually kind of cool. Um, they show the new D-pad. It looks like they uh, added some texture to the bumpers on the rear, and then they added this new upload screen. Other than that, I mean, it looks, I hate to say this, but let me grab my controller. So my office, I do have an Xbox One S. I am looking at this shit right now. The D-pad is clearly different. It's got the circle around it. The buttons look the same. The D-pad, or the little pad, joy pads look the same. Yeah, so it looks like they added some texture to the bumpers. Added a new share button in between your buttons there. And that looks like it. I'm not trying to downplay it, folks. I'm just telling you the truth. Check it out for yourself. Xbox.com, Xbox Series X. You can make your own... Uh, Decision says coming holiday 2020. So they haven't changed anything here. <coughs> um, more or less my point, um, and again, I didn't bring the uh, PlayStation shit very strong at all, if if really at all, other than mentioning it. Um, more or less, my point is I'm excited for this. I, I love consoles. I, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for this shit. I've owned almost every Xbox to include, like I said, I've got an Xbox One XS. In my office, should I fuck that up? I think Xbox One S in my office. I've got an Xbox One X in my living room. And I will have an Xbox Series X probably in my living room. For whatever reason I put it. Well, no. Well, I, I don't know where I'll put that. Um, and the reason I say that is I've been gaming more in my office here. Just because that's that's where I do a lot of things. I shoot my pod. That's where I'm shooting this podcast and much more. And maybe we'll talk about offices or your gaming setup in the in, in the near future. It kind of sparked an idea as I was talking. So, again, what are your thoughts? And this is my question to Dustin. Does the information and, and he you may have more information on that PlayStation Five? I know that the comparisons were close. Uh, I just couldn't find anything in my few minutes of, of research prior to this podcast. So bad on me on as far as that goes. But what are your thoughts on the Xbox Series X? And I, and I mean that from a technical aspect and give me your level of excitement. And how big of delay do you think that COVID-19 is going to have on it? And uh, with me saying that, Dustin... Make sure and answer those questions. What are your thoughts on the PlayStation, the new PlayStation, the new Xbox? Um, big picture and small pay. Big picture. What do you, is it, are they going to be huge? 
um, seller, so forth and so on. And then small pictures, you know, what do you think? Are you going to go out and buy one and the reasons why? And then do you think there's going to be massive delay? So <clears throat> here's my thoughts. I don't know how far in the production or supply chain that these guys made it um, before COVID, which for the most of it's going to be the bulk of 2020. So I am betting that regardless these guys are going to try to get this shit out as soon as possible. And here's why. They already started, excuse me, they already started doing a lot of their marketing campaign and a lot of this side stuff. And it would only benefit them to get it out sooner than later. Because if it gets delayed, that's the one thing with technology. Technology doesn't get better with time. Okay. And all the developers and everybody that's dedicated to su supporting. So this says, and I'm quoting it from the Xbox site, <clears throat> coming holiday 2020. That means that you've got some big, <clears throat> big uh, developers sitting behind them developing software right now, especially with COVID-19 um, and, and everything else or, or doing whatever, whatever those guys are doing. I don't know. Um but they're depending on this new architect and being able to do all these new things and so forth and so on. So if the system's delayed via the software is delayed, <clears throat> which also means a lot of money that could be coming into the Microsoft world is delayed. And I'm sure PlayStation, um, I'm going to put PlayStation in the same boot. I don't know again where they're, um, what, what the release dates are. Let me actually look it up. Let's see. Sony new PlayStation. Really should have did more homework in this. But again, I, I watched a video on both of them, saw specs, and then I sat down to do this podcast, popped up a couple of things, and it was lame. At least I thought it was lame. PS5 release date specs and news. PS5 new generation releasing in late 2020. This is some shit from Tech Radar. Um, what it is, obviously, it's the new, the new PlayStation. Um... What can I, man, they got some stupid shit. What can I play on it? Well, you can play PlayStation games. Uh, obviously, there, I feel like every time there's a PlayStation, it's God of War will come out for it. So, because God of War is one of their flagship games, which is an awesome game. To be honest, that was one of the reasons I bought the PlayStation 4. All right, well, this doesn't, <clears throat> uh, rising cost, blah, blah, blah. We can expect the console's price to be in line with technology, uh, Sony. It's unlikely with the Xbox Series X. The Microsoft will repeat the mistake it made before by launching the Xbox One as a high price point. Oh, so they're saying what they're assuming is that PlayStation will come in a little bit less. Um, and then, no, they did throw some specs. I don't know if I, you can trust some of these specs. So from from what I remember on seeing, and I'll just go from there because, again, I, I don't know how reliable the source is. They're going to be comparable to each other. I don't know if one's going to be crazier, better than the other until more information comes out and then we got actual side-by-sides. Um, or I do better research, I guess. I don't know. Um, I would still say that both companies are – they have to be – because these are huge divisions. So, like, Xbox is a large division of Microsoft. Um, Sony allocates a large division of its own company to the PlayStation. Um, they have to be pushing to get this stuff out. And what that looks like, I don't know. 
<clears throat> I am, I'm hoping that there's not going to be massive delays, but manufacturing has to be an all time slow during the COVID-19 um, and, and then everything else. So I know that they're both going to be highly anticipated once they, once they uh, get more information out, but that Xbox page doesn't look like it's been updated in a minute. And then the news here was a few, when was that? That was tech radar. So, well, shit, actually, that was a couple of weeks ago. So that was actually new information I was reading, surprisingly enough. So, yeah, that just came out a few weeks ago. So hopefully these guys are on track because anytime, as long as it's not a bullshit push where they're not really adding stuff, they change the color, they fix some venting issues that you didn't have a problem with, and then tell you to go spend 400 bucks. I, I always hate those updates. But, you know, who, who, who am I to criticize their marketing strategy? All right. So that's kind of where I'm at with those guys. I Again, I want to see more on the PlayStation, the Xbox Series X. Just tell me when. And uh, let me see. I, I am wondering, are they going to do just the Series X? Are they? What is the big picture plan with that? And then is there, like, different versions of it? Um, more to come, I guess, on that, or are they just sticking with what they put on the website? I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, because again, I don't think it's been updated in a minute. But you know, let me know when it's uh, going up for sale, and I, uh, I will purchase it. I love uh, my Xbox currently. I play the heck out of it. I like the uh, Nintendo Switch. That's uh, become a fun ass console. I still need to dive into PlayStation. PlayStation, I feel like, is uh, the one that's fallen off for me. I'm not saying it's a bad system by any means. But uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at, guys. So <clears throat> as I wrap this up, uh, I know both Dustin and I appreciate you guys that are uh, listening, supporting, sharing all of our contact here, our content. I don't know why I say contact. All of our content here at Culture Jack. We do. We, we really do appreciate it. I know both Dustin and I enjoy putting this content together and kind of shooting the shit with you guys, letting letting you know what our thoughts are, telling, you know, telling our side of uh, technology and entertainment and so much more, guys. So, again, make sure hit subscribe, uh, whether you're listening on SoundCloud or on iTunes, make sure hit subscribe, tune in, you know, tune in to us. We got two episodes a week coming out right now. And uh, I'll, I'll wrap it on that note again. You guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check out Dustin's episode on Friday. Take care. We'll talk to you later.